Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Alright, you know what it is, you know who we are, you know what we're doing This one's pretty boring, we're talking on one of our own plays And almost fell asleep editing it, so enjoy We'll see you on the next one, but it's a bit more interesting Alright, thank you Well, well, okay mate, I, yeah, you might want to redo that I don't reckon that was... Uh, that was Justified. I think, I think we could do better than that. We've we've set a tone, mate. We've set a tone. It's a bit of energy. Energy. Let's get it going, mate. Bit of energy. Energy. Come on, Riffy. Energy. All right, all right. I know it's been a, it's been a big couple of days, but energy. Come on, let's get it going. We've just been just going live. Energy. All right. Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Rifty, Ricky the Prez Logan. Got my co-host, Ricky Et Dog, VP Etridge. The uh, number one podcast team in the nation can't argue with that there's no proof we're not yep nobody you know i will, I will say number one podcast team from local victoria football clubs yeah we'll yeah. claim that then i yeah. have a third team in the southern football netball league yes yes right we don't need any, number one as... number one podcast team that are both named ricky there we go <laughs> prove me wrong uh, but anyway, mate, there's actually not much to say this one. We've recorded this intro. We've just gone live on Facebook. So if you want to hear about the 5K that we've just won as a club, thanks to our beautiful work that we've done, hear about a women's team starting up, hear about a bear trap in a bear in a bearskin rug, just go back to listen to the uh, the live the live stuff on our Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's about it, really. And yeah, so, so Proctor. That's it. We've got uh, Jamie Proctor. Call him Proc. Uh, enjoy this episode. Kung Fu Panda, some may say. It's got many of nicknames, but yeah. We'll, many, uh, many of the shit haircuts too. <laughs> yes, to go along with the shit tattoos. But anyway, anyway, enjoy this one. Love you, enjoy Proc. Chat, enjoy chat with Proc, and we'll catch you on the next one. Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. I'm your host, Ricky the Prez Logan, or better known as Rifty. My co-host is the one and only Ricky Etdog Etridge. How are you going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. It's been a, been a good day today. How about yourself? Yeah, very good. We've been all around the world already in the last couple of days. So now we're, we're going back to our own home yard and uh, we're going to interview one of our own players, the one and only Jamie Proctor. How are you going, mate? Good, boys. How are you going? Good. Good to have right. you on. Uh, good to see you making use of your... Lovely sand down uh, stubby holder there. There, hey, look, look. Even I've got me, uh, even I've got me raspberry in mine today. Morning, dog. What are you doing? I oh, 
just been enjoying the uh, you know, mine and Rifty's friend Homer Simpson that we went and seen a couple of days ago. So I thought I'd just hey, keep him in, keep him in my in, thoughts. In, excuses, not solutions. No, you're probably right. It's probably it's, it's fair. The many, the many, the many stubby uh, stubby holders I've had have somehow walked from my bar. So I'm sure there's one around somewhere. Yeah, that might be yours. That might be yours. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the man, the man did all the work, you know, getting the designs done, going and picking them up, and all that. And he doesn't even have one in his house. It's just poor. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've got one. I'm waiting for me new uh, Cobra Car stubby holder rock up. So when that gets here, I'll uh, start yeah, showing nice. it off. Have to get a few more views before that happens. But uh, anyway, let's get into the questions. Let's uh, <laughs> learn a bit about Proc Daddy. Um, so, how long you've been playing football for, mate? Uh, I think it's about. 10 years now. I think it was 2010. Just after you blokes started down there, I believe. I could be wrong. So did you uh, um, play yeah. play footy before your time at Sandown? No, nah, never before until I played at Sandown. One club player. That, nice, nice. So uh, who got you down to the club? Uh, a bunch of the cricket boys I used to play with were down there playing in the thirds with yourself. Um, Platsy and uh, Adam. Bogsy and all that were down there for a bit of a bit of a run, a bit of fun, and went down to watch one day. And I'm like, well, this looks like a bunch of fun. So I started playing, and I did the week after I started training. Yep, and you've you've outlasted all those boys because we haven't seen those guys in many years. So um, I, know, I think I've got more games than all put together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's you, Eto. No. It's... Oh shit! No, sorry. Apologies. <laughs> So what's your pre-game routine, mate? Like, we know you're into your music and everything like that. Is there anything in particular to do? Do you, do you lace your own, relace your boots like Joey used to do? Well, I don't really like that relace my boots because I struggle to get them done up as it is. Um, music's a big thing for me, as you're aware, it does. Um, I do like to have my own headphones on most of the time. That Benny has his playlist now, which is good fun, but... I still like to have my headphones on closer to the game time. That's a major, major pre-game ritual. I don't really have any others. Um, get up like a normal day and have breakfast and, and get dressed and get down there. Yeah, no, I did, uh, I'm very big on my music as well, but I noticed this year when I was in the rooms before games that uh, you can hear your music from quite a fair way away. What kind of music do you listen to? Because I feel like I know what it is, and uh, just it's very uh, yeah. You do, you would know. I'm very into my heavy, heavy music, heavy metal. Uh, what's what's the rap. track? What's the one track? The one like if it's a big game, it's a final. You want to get real pumped up. What's that one track you go to? Britney Spears, hit me, baby, one more time. Well, that's his pregame oh, basketball. Sorry. Basketball. That's his basketball <laughs> playlist. Uh, if you want to go to basketball, that's Taylor Swift. <laughs> but um. Woody would have to be Parkway Drive, uh, dedicated. That's the number one, right before the, we run out. Nice. Yeah, I love pumping that. Nice. I actually don't know that song, so might need to give it a listen. I know a few of the boys will be pretty disappointed with me, but you are aware of my taste in music, so I don't really don't care. Um, oh, I like your taste in music as well, mate. I'm very open to all, all genres. You know that. Yeah, I do know that, actually. It's, yeah, it's Quite many many times at the kennel where we've had, had the old, uh, old school rap sessions at the kennel. Yep, there are. Unfortunately, with 
all this lockdown isolation that we are currently in while recording this, it's that can't happen, which I'm sure my wife is quite thankful for. Um, You've been loving it. Oh, she will be. <laughs> except for the re- except uh, the times I decide to pump that music quite loud to you know let the, me daughter, unborn daughter, understand what music she's going to have to listen to growing up. Oh, exactly. Actually, the other day, sorry. The other day, she sends me a Snapchat, and I think Kelly had, I think it was Gold Digger by Kanye West, and you can see her actually kicking. So I was like, yep, that's definitely my child. Um, you've been at Sandown for what, 10 years. Um, yep. What's your favorite moment playing for Sandown? Favorite moment playing? Um, one fifty game life membership would have to be number one. It's my great honor, I think. Except for winning a flag with the boys, but um, life membership is a really big thing for me. Someone who's only played at one club, I, you know, I, I held that highly in my list of achievements. Another thing was oh, a few years back, we were playing on Anzac Day, and our, at the time we were playing twos, and our captain was Kelly and Killer, I think they were co captains at the time. They were both out injured. So we needed the captain on um, Anzac Day and they must have scraped the barrel and come up with my name and that was a pretty good day for me personally. I really enjoyed that. It meant a lot and couldn't get the win, but it was still good to lead the boys out on a special day. I can imagine it would be. So I've actually known you for, shit, you've been at the club for 10, I reckon 15, 16 years probably, close to, if not more. You're, you're, you're probably 14 then, so you're yeah. 30 now. Yeah, 30. Well, by the time this comes out, yeah, a day or two, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you've been part of 15 years. Yeah, so I actually yes, I obviously knew you before you got to the club. And when you got down to the club, I knew you'd never played footy before. And to watch you go from a bike that was playing thirds, I remember you got, you've got your first club to the seconds, you snagged a ripper goal from the boundary line, one of the finals. And then to see you literally cement your place in the senior team, um, you know, for someone that knew you before playing footy was you know, quite, you know, I always enjoyed watching you play seniors because I knew that you'd come from, you know, never playing before and you'd done the hard yards to get yourself into the senior spot. So I just thought I'd give you some you know, props for that, mate. Cause I've always and he was been... actually a skinny kid when he first came down too. <laughs> it's hard, hard to believe now, but he was. How many hairstyles has he had in time, Riff? Oh, very, some very questionable ones, that's for sure. <laughs> I just yeah, want to... Um, Point they they match his questionable tattoos, though. <laughs> I swear to God, when uh, that article of the um, Nothing's Better Than Playing at Home went up on the Herald Sun website, whoever was finding the photos found the, proc- the haircut proctor at that time was just like, yep, I know that's not the two blokes that we're talking to, but um, that's too good to leave out. <laughs> um, so yeah, they couldn't have put a better picture for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got your favourite you know, on-field moment. As we know, there's been plenty of great moments off field you know functions and nights out what's your favorite one you know favorite off field moment oh mate, where do you start how do you remember half of them um you have rifted the you, you have, sorry you have rifted to fill you in the next day yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play, play, play. All back, um all the trips are always a good good time and a good laugh and but you can't really develop into the what goes on with those so we'll leave that there um, any function we have, whether it's 10 people or 100 people, we always seem to have a good time. No matter what we're doing, what it is, it could be trivia, could be 
a ball, it could be anything, but we always have fun and been around, been around your mates is all that matters, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, being stuck at home the last few weeks, you, you even appreciate those times we've, we've had at the club more than ever. And uh, I know, I know, Ed Dogs can't wait to get back there and, and, and have a big night at the club, that's for sure. Yeah, well, actually. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Proctor. Yeah, we're all hanging for it. Like, I've been enjoying this time at home and spending time with the family and getting stuff done with the renovations of the house. But, you know, have that beer with the boys and a few hugs going around, you know, it's going to be great. Like, yeah, so this is. For a better situation. Yeah. Um, so, one, we're recording this. This is the first play interview we've done since we spoke to Todd Morgan from outside the locker room. And as you asked that, que- asked that question, Proc gave the answer. What he said, I actually feel like a lot of bikes probably don't think about being their favourite moment. And that's them Tuesday and Thursday beers afterwards. So when we got off talking to him and when I asked that question, you just then Proc, I started to think to myself, you know what, them Thursday night beers are things that we probably you know, don't appreciate as much as what they actually really are until we start thinking yeah, about them in times like this. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought I'd point that out since you know it's top fresh in my mind. Sitting around listing a you know team of the century and things like that, you know, it's discussing <laughs> what stupid things Chip has done and yeah, all that oh. stuff. what time Josh needs to be home. And just on that, make sure Chipper never gets my phone number. <laughs> but anyway, I'm right, so, now if you like. <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. All right, so who's been the best player you've played with at Sandown? Who's the number one guy that stands out to you? One. Well, I've been watching all these uh, opera casts you boys are doing, and you can see a very common trend happening between uh, Jesse Mack and Jason Tone. They're both only 32 answers we really have had. And everyone's right, they are two of the best players that I've ever played with. Only being one club, you only get a certain amount of players to play with. But um, Jason Tone would have to be my number one. Pound for pound would be Jesse Mack. Yeah. Things that he does, he doesn't care. He gets back up. But I was thinking about this earlier. I also like to throw a name in there as well. Yeah, he's, he's he's quite gifted, and he's very smart. He might be an absolute dickhead, but working. He knows his way around the footy. He knows how to get the boys up. He just doesn't know how to be wrong. That's his only problem. <laughs> he's um. He can be very sort of um. He's sort of a silent killer as well. Like he'll sort of just go about his business, but then when you know, he lets his free do the talking, but as you said, he can't be yeah, wrong. So when you get off the field, yeah. he's, and he's such a, you know, let's be honest, I don't want to pump the bloke up, but I think probably the first time he's been mentioned. So I want to point out that uh, he's also a great bloke. And if you, could re- if you could respond to my messages about coming on the show, that'd be lovely. The, uh, the, <laughs> the start of his season, he was having before he had his, his, major injury to the knee like he was having he was having some ripper games oh, yeah. and was absolutely killing oh, yeah. it before he done his knee and that's uh, it's a shame that that happened and it's good that he's been able to sort of come back and and have you know get back to yeah. some sort of form but yeah i only you can only sort of wonder what what that season would have looked like for him had he not done that injury for sure exactly right um yeah, all right it's my top yeah but um, who loves to celebrate the goal the most at the club? Well, when I was playing for it, I didn't mind a little celebration. 
you, you can't go past the, the big fella. That's off, mate. We see him kick a goal, mate. He, he can almost do cartwheels, I reckon. <laughs> he gets that excited. Yeah, no. No, it's all going to be in the end of the run. I'm not even going to bother asking this next question. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I've just looked at the run show. I've just said, what, what the is? funniest thing. The, the question is, what's the funniest thing that happened during a game? But you were involved in one of the funniest things to happen during a game. You caused one of the funniest things to happen that I've seen during a game, and that was booting the ball into Buff's head. It was... Oh. Okay. Go on. Yes, uh, I was going to say, before you answer that, Proctor, I'm just going to make a time slot here. Rifty to edit that video into this podcast so people can watch it. Now, please give the answer, Proctor. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have to ask the question. We know. And yeah, that would have to be the funniest thing. And well, book it in the way. It's all simple as that. How much do you pay? Um, but do you, do you have anything that's going to top that as the funniest thing during a game? We all have our little funny moments, but probably nothing's funnier than that. I have to give you that. Um, I'm sure Fadis should have said this one in his, but I think he got him on the spot. Was, um, when we were playing against Dufton a few years back, you guys will remember this when I start talking about it. When something happened with that, Bogu was probably uh, 140 kegs, I reckon he was. He started coming after me, and I didn't realise someone's yelled out. I turned around, I'm calling me haunches, and Backslid him over me back and flicked him onto his ass. And the thing is, it happened more than once. He came back at me, I did it again. And um, I'm really surprised Fadis didn't mention that one. But um, yeah, that was quite funny, I reckon, from watching in the sidelines if I was out there watching it. I do remember yeah. that. I'm spewing, I didn't see it. <laughs> did you see his roundhouse kick that day, though, Rift? Oh, I did hear oh, about a roundhouse <laughs> kick. Like, I was going to mention that too, but. Uh... Oh. All right, boys, I'm getting no, again. No. Say hello. Hello. That's that dog. That's that's Talia. Everyone else who most people all know who that is. She's a lovely daughter. How old is she now, mate? Uh, she's three, going on twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say to you, mate. Ricky's got three boys. Enjoy your little girl when she arrives. You're crazy. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm sure my wife is too, as long as it doesn't, yeah, she doesn't get born on the due date of Kelly's birthday. Um, now, move on to a, a little bit of stuff outside of the sand down. Um, what AFL team do you support? Well, you know this one, and uh, it's, I wouldn't say mighty, but it is the Bombers. We've had our share of uh, bad luck, but uh, I'll still stick by them. That's it, mate. Um, look, we might have had a bit of bad luck, but yeah, we still haven't been as down as long as our, my co-host team has. So I can't really speak about Carlton because <laughs> my wife's cousin actually listed at Carlton, so I've got to be nice to Carlton. Ah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, who's your favourite player of all time? In AFL, isn't it? Oh. It doesn't need to be uh, Essendon. It can actually just be any yeah. AFL player. But as an Essendon fan, if you don't choose an Essendon player, I'll be very upset maybe, and hurt. Maybe, you know, Kudafides after <laughs> what he did choose during that 99 prelim. Yeah. You know? Michael Long, before we did the Carlton in 93 grand final. 
Yeah. Um, oh, it's a hard one. What's it thinking? That's in player. I was a fan of the old uh, Michael Long. You know, he did a lot of great things back in the day. Everyone was a fan of James Hurd when he was playing before he decided to do all these silly things. But um, I'd have to say James Hurd is probably the number one down there. And um, in general, I'm a, I'm a big Gary Ablett senior fan. Yeah, no, I won't take that away from you at all. That's definitely an answer that I think anybody that yeah. doesn't follow Geelong, I feel like you'd have you know your Gary Ablett's, your Wayne Careys, and you know, players of that yeah. ilk as ones that if you, you know, don't appreciate at least what they did, then something is wrong with you. Unless you right, you don't yeah. appreciate them off-field shenanigans, and that's probably hey, fine. You, you couldn't call yourself a fan of football if you didn't pay respect to blokes like Gary Ablett and Wayne Carey, and especially... To me, Gary Ablett yeah. stands ab- above many others as just one of those freakish players that the things he would do. It's for unbelievable. A, for a bloke that was wing, half forward, and then the back end of his career moved himself to full forward and was snagging over 100 goals, like you can't argue with class like that. And also a yeah. bloke that went about his, you know, his training and everything like that the way that a lot of reserves blokes do. It's, you know, it just shows you that you don't need to be doing... The hard yards yeah. the whole time. Um, <laughs> I'm getting made to wear a tiara and be a princess. Nah, you're all right. A, oh, you're more, than, more than welcome to. <laughs> boys, the boys are going to love this, don't worry. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. It's nice to see a good father yeah, getting into, the, into it. That <laughs> suits you, mate. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting to pay the fine for these ones. <laughs> All right, so I know the question to this one, but I might we'll ask it anyway. Do you play any other sports? And are you as hot-headed playing them sports as you are football? Oh, you really love me up, haven't you, fellas? <laughs> um, well, yes. I do you love know, you, mate. I, I, do play basketball. I do play basketball with you, fellas, and all the other boys. Um, I used to play that's my main sport when I was a kid. Um, I did play from when I was probably... Five years old to uh, before I started playing footy there. Um, five, five games a week and all that sort of stuff. But basketball was my main. Cricket, indoor cricket has been my other two. I've played since I was uh, 12. But for a while there, it was just footy. And now it's basketball again for a bit of fun. All right. So who's the uh, biggest sporting hero outside of football? Well, for me, a lot of people also say it has to be the GOAT, the MJ, Michael Jordan. Yep. Especially after watching um, his series on Netflix there that's on now. The things that he's done, like, yeah, everyone has their moments of this. I say silly things and that, but he's on the court, what he's done for the game back in the day. Turns up for all these people now. Like yep. LeBron James, I'm not a huge fan, but I respect him for what he does. And I think Jordan paved the way for him to do that. Oh, definitely. You can't deny that. But all right, if if you could go back in time, this is one of the questions we've switched up a little bit. But if you had a time machine, you could go back in time and attend any sporting event in history, what would you go and attend? Oh, wow. Well, it has to, I reckon it'd have to be the uh, 
the finals there in the nineties where the Bulls won. Like been to all other sporting events. I'm not huge on the old NFL and that. I, I would love to go to watch the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be overly bothered if I didn't. I hate round ball, as um, S-Dog would know. Yep. Um, yes. But yeah, yes. I had to yes. go to the NBA finals in the 90s there when it was the Bulls with the team. Yep. So would, uh, would be something else, that's for sure. Um, oh, yeah. All right. So if it was uh, three-quarter time and the boys needed a lift, who would be that motivational coach that you would want? And that can be real or fictional. It had to be a coach. I don't have to be a coach, but someone you feel would motivate the players. I thought about this after I've also heard all the yeah, your coach carders and all that sort of stuff. And I was just thinking about it. I'm like, it's a bit of a more of a funny one, but I can still see the way it could work. Uh, Billy Madison. You remember when um, he reads the book about uh, finding the dog? Yes. And he has a big field of the kids. That really revved, revved him up. I think that would be a great frequent time speech. He's also a great leader and can make blokes follow him. Yeah. It's cool to wet your pants. Yeah. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's definitely a leader. Yes. Outside the box. That's what we like about Proc. <laughs> we do. All right. So this is another one that we've sort of changed up a little bit. We were asking players if a movie was to be based on your life, who would you want to play for you? But we've actually changed it up to if there's a movie being made about Sandown, um, who would play? I'm going to go for you, Joshie Herford, uh, President Rifty, and let's go Squeak. Wow. Who would play them? Um, oh, Rifty would. Oh, no. Jesus, <laughs> I don't think I like that question better. <laughs> you only have one to think of. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we changed it up because we're sort of sitting here working out questions and going, right, we need to get rid of a couple and mix it up a little bit. And yeah, right, we'll change oh, up. Well, say, Josh, you would be uh, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, I'm going to say Ricky would be a, maybe a Bear grill with a bit of a lookalike with the beard. Bear grill. So he I'll goes take into that. the beard. Take that, he's a good looking bloke. He's not too bad. Knows yeah, how to handle himself. Big grown piss, but you know, it's terrible, I guess. He'd fit right in with Billy Madison. Yeah. As long as you don't drink the piss out of your shoes. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be right. Um, who's that who's the other one? Squeak. Squeaker. Oh. Who's a little bitch? Um, <laughs> It'd have to be the no, little bitch. No, squeeze, squeeze the home. You have to be squeeze Solari yeah. out of uh, no. basketball. Yeah, basketball. Yeah. 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 That's an easy one. Pick anyone else so uh, what genre would that movie be? Oh, God. Yeah. Something that has to be bought behind the counter. <laughs> That's all I can say. I wouldn't know what genre to call it, but it has to be behind the counter. Nah. The kids couldn't buy it. Nah. I'm glad we've uh, changed that question up, Richie. That's going to stump a few blokes and we're going to get some good answers. Yeah, really stumped, yeah. And I reckon once we're done, we might even try and get uh, my beautiful wife, Kelly, to Photoshop a few. That's all good. I might get uh, my beautiful wife, Kelly, to Photoshop a movie poster of a few of the boys uh, in it with a name. Yeah, for sure. Um, so which teammate would make the best reality TV star and why? Or actually not even so much the star, 
but just you know, you know reality TV in general. Um, well, as most people say, Joshy would be a good reality star. I'm going to have to say, you know, we all going to say here, it has to be Chipper. Yeah. If it, once again, it's going to be a after hours. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at what one. 1 a.m., one 1.30 a.m. in the morning. Obviously in the morning, but 1.30 a.m., roughly. I don't even think that's a good time to put him. There's no good time to put him on TV. Matt, it'd have to be a channel that's password protected so kids can't get onto it. Yeah, that's... Unfortunate thing about that, though, is you could have the password, uh, triple, uh, you know, 1111, Chip is still going to be able to get into it to watch it. Yeah. I would would have no idea. (laughs) All right, so um, speaking of your teammates and stuff, this is another question we've added in. But uh, if you could be any other teammate for a day, who would you choose and why? You don't need any real specifics, but... (laughs) One teammate. Oh, that's a tough one. Probably Alan Barker. (laughs) I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and actually be impressed with what I'm looking at. Yeah, it's a fair answer. Uh, fair answer. All right, and take that further. If you could be anyone in the world, who would you choose and why? Anyone in the world? I don't know. That's another tough one. You've done good with changing all the questions up, so I've got no idea what to say now. Yeah. Um, anyone in the world? Oh, I'm gonna say Eminem. Eminem? Eminem, yep. Yep. Lyrics that he can produce and, yeah. That's a fair, fair answer. All right. So we got a little bit of game of uh, Cards Against Humanity to play. We've been playing this for a while, Riffy. I'm excited. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, Oh, well. Good answers, boys. You You know my theory on this game. Yes. I've been caught out a few times by myself trying to keep it fairly PG. And uh, All right. since he's been in the news a fair bit lately, I'll, I'll this one suits. So the uh, the black card here is, dear leader Kim Jong Un, our village praises your infinite wisdom with a humble offering of. Uh, I'm going to go X-rated, so don't worry about keeping well, it PG. It's still the cheeky smile on your face when you read that card, so it better be good. Yeah, just don't worry about keeping it PG yet, though. We'll cut this for the players only, because this is too good not to say this one. What have you got? Huh? What have you got? <laughs> nah, nah come on. you got to get yours first. It can't, can't be I don't, trying to... <laughs> Do you need me to read it again? Yes, please. All right. Dear leader Kim Jong-un, our village praises your infinite wisdom with a humble offering of... Okay, got it. Uh, what do you got? I have got drowning the kids in the bathtub. Uh, I've got ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think ricky has got this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a fair was, point. That's a fair. But I saw that it's too good not to use. We, we it's not going to make it to air. But um, let's do another one that will make it to air. And we'll just we'll cut right. that and put it in the players page. 
I've got all these ones that are like double ones. Oh. I fucking hate that when you're playing the game normally. All right, here we go. You've seen the bearded lady. You've seen the ring of fire. Now, ladies and gentlemen, feast your eyes upon... We're saying PG, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have you got, Ruth? You got anything? Dem titties. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to say a cute fuzzy koala, but it has chlamydia. So dem titties. Feast your eyes upon dem titties, or a cute fuzzy, fuzzy koala, koala but it that has chlamydia. Has chlamydia. I think yeah, I think uh, Ed Dog really knows the answer to this one. It's not going to be his. Yeah, <laughs> it's also it's because the, uh, the answer I wanted to use was getting hilarious and getting banged by the Blue Man Group. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I could have said the Jews, I guess. All right, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about Proc Daddy. Uh, anything else you want to add, Ed Dog, before we wrap up? Uh, I just want to thank. Proc for joining us. Um, I don't really have that much to add, just except for the fact that I'm looking forward to all this being over and done with and we can share a beer together and talk shit like we used to be able to do. I'm looking forward to that with not just you, but all the boys at the club. I can't wait, boys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Thanks for coming on. And it's been another episode of the Cobra Cast with the President VP. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number. Hey Siri, play the Cobra Cast with the present VP. Now playing podcast Cobra Cast with the present VP.